Hello and welcome to the Miss Group Podcast. I may have just gone on a bit of a rant, none of which could go out. A Jesus slash Steve related rant. Yeah. Steve. Steve. <laughs> Is that off the Flight of the Concord? Yeah. <laughs> what was it? Oh, no, that I'm thinking of I'll be the racist dragon. Oh, yeah, yeah. 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 He wasn't racist anymore. <laughs> What did he like? He liked jelly beans. Yeah, the multicolored uh, jelly beans. It's definitely worth after we record after after you've listened to this, watch that. Listen to all of this and then and then watch that. It's definitely worth only it. Only season one though. Like that might sound a bit controversial. I wasn't really a big fan of season two. Yeah, I think season, that's why they stopped it. Really, season two doesn't have any moments that I go back to. Yeah, you know, like season one, I'll. Uh, you know, you constantly go back to certain. It's a very quotable season of entertainment because my theory on that is they basically had they they wrote it uh, over like I think it was like either seven or like it, they wrote it over an extended period of time mm. and so they were sat on all these like crazy songs and they just worked them in. Yeah, got massively famous through uh, season one. Yeah, and then. By the time season two came, was like commissioned or whatever. They only had like eighteen months to do this to pad to out work, these and you songs. Can't workshop it as well. Exactly. And... So it's kind of like obviously not really their fault, but also kind of is. Yeah, but it's it's still it is it is still worth a watch. But I did want to start off this podcast and start it off after I don't know how long by actually saying I just read uh, Jair Bolsonaro, the uh, the right wing far-right leader of Brazil, mm. has been taken into hospital because he's got uh, hiccups that have gone on for longer than, I think it was 10 days, I don't have the story in front of me, <laughs> which you don't want any harm to come to anybody. No. No. But objectively, if you want a far-right wingnut who's objectively not a nice person... A step away from being a dictator. Yeah. <laughs> it's just objectively funny that this strong man has been taken down... With the hiccups. of hiccups. <laughs> you know, really, really big dent in the strong man image. <laughs> like, how are you going to gonna threaten the left wing by going, if you strike, it doesn't matter to me. <laughs> Get out of <laughs> Yeah. So, best wishes and good luck. How's your training been this week? All right, mate, yeah. Um... Got some uh, some training done this morning actually, which was, went quite surprisingly well for a morning session. Yeah, don't tend to perform particularly well I in the like morning. Um, and then obviously, as I was telling you before we started recording, <laughs> got a little bit lost in jet washing we're, <laughs> the driveway. We're, we're starting an hour late. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, mate. <laughs> but, yeah, but jet washing is. It's it's a task you think is going to take you an hour that actually takes you six, mm. which is just the most satisfying <laughs> task in the world. You just up and down, and then you go up and down and up and down, a little bit of side to side, right, yeah. a little bit of diagonal every once in a while, and it's not like oh I'll just mix it up. It's no, this is better. Yeah, no, yeah, this yeah, is better. Yeah. No, the original no, was better. better. No, the second was better. Oh, I'm making so much more progress at this, and. You just do, yeah, it's six hours of deluding yourself. Mm. Oh, I can do this quicker. No, you, no, can't. you can't. No, just you can't. just let it happen. Yeah. Also, if you ever started with wearing clothes that aren't immediately <laughs> just nearly going to get binned because they are covered, <laughs> yeah. covered by the end of it, 
<laughs> with God knows what. Whatever the fuck was on your driveway yeah. or patio. For however long, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just come, yeah, just, I spent, I spent two full days doing my, uh, the decking at the back of my house. Also, welcome to our podcast. Two guys in their 30s talk about <laughs> the mundane chores they have to do yeah. and how they secretly love them. Do you ever love when you get a big pile of dishes? Like, not just one or two, and you're like, this is going to take a minute. Oh, that's satisfying. Yeah, so that's why we're starting late. Not that that matters to anybody who's listening, because... You can listen at any time. That's the joy. It's mm. not radio. <laughs> so, I uh, we had a little discussion the other day about uh, and we talked about it last week a little bit about animals and then somebody brought up and they I think everybody knows they probably shouldn't bring up my objective hatred of koalas <laughs> and I was trying to I was going through and I was trying to make a list of other animals that also do stupid stuff so but, before you get get onto that mm-hmm. sorry to interject but before you get onto that um do you want to explain the the issue with koalas? Oh, no, what I was going to say was I was going to make a list and go through and go like, what other animals kind of annoy me? Yeah. There are none <laughs> that annoy me, just on the singular level. And I was going through different, like, all different, like, essentially, like, I got to, there's, when the University of Melbourne has a piece out, about how stupid koalas are. The University of Melbourne, Australia, not it's some, like, o- not like, some like, other Melbourne, yeah. not some secret offshoot Melbourne in somewhere in the back of nowhere like in America. Canada or somewhere. Yeah, yeah. yeah, nothing like that. No, actual Melbourne. And they're going, ah, no, they're not great. Like, <laughs> like the national animal. Yeah. One of the national animals yeah. of Australia. Now, I've had to cut a lot out of this as well about... Uh, the, I had had to cut out their their backside is just stupid. There's there are just so many stupid things about them, but I kind of you know I took it he took from some places. Just and I tried to distill down what I hate about them. So I would just like to read a pre-prepared statement about, <laughs> about koalas. Koalas are fucking horrible animals. They have one of the smallest brain-to-body ratios of any mammal, right? Tiny, tiny, stupid brains. Additionally, their brains are smooth. A brain is folded to increase the surface area for neurons. If you present a koala with leaves plucked from a branch laid on a flat surface, the koala will not recognize it as food, right? You can't put a koala into an enclosure and paint eucalyptus on the walls because they will try and reach for it you have to actually have a eucalyptus plant there you know or they they can't they can't figure that out Uh, they are too thick to adapt their feeding behavior to cope with change in a room full of potential food they can literally starve to death this is not the this is not the token of an animal that is winning at life Speaking of stupidity and food, one of the likely reasons for the primitive brains is the fact that additionally to being poisonous, eucalyptus leaves, the only thing they eat, have almost no nutritional value. <laughs> right? 
they they can't afford the extra energy to think. They sleep more than eighty percent of their fucking lives. When they were awake, all they when they are awake, all they do is eat shit and occasionally scream like fucking Satan. You need to, again. If anybody just has the will or the want, just look up koala screams and it's horrific. Um, because eucalyptus leaves hold such little nutritional value, koalas have to ferment the leaves in their guts for days on end. Unlike their brains, they have the largest hindgut to body ratio of any mammal. So humans went for the, you know, grow the old noggin, mm. which, to be fair, has been a bit of a toss up. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. When you you know mm. when you look at everything, mm-hmm. you know. <laughs> uh, but they decided, they decided no, we're going for the hind gut. So they, yeah, many her- many herb- herbivores have adaptations to cope with harsh plant life that is taking its toll on their teeth. Rodents, for instance, have teeth that never stop growing. Some animals only have teeth in their lower jaw, grinding plant matter on bony plates on tops of their mouths. Others have enlarged molars that distribute the wear and break down the plant matter more efficiently. Koalas are no exception. When their teeth erode down to nothing, they resolve the situation by starving to death. They just... They, yeah, their teeth, their teeth go... And they die. Right. And they die. Because they can't chew leaves. Yeah, because they, they, their, teeth don't, their teeth don't grow back. Right. Right, no, nothing grows back. There's no... So it would be like if all humans did was eat pure sugar from the day they were born, their teeth rotted out at whatever age, and we just went, well, guess that's it. They just... Yeah. Being mammals, koalas raise their joys on milk. Admittedly, one of the lowest milk yields to body ratio. There's a trend here. <laughs> when the young joy needs to transition from rich, n- nourishing milk uh, to eucalyptus, a plant that seems to be making it abundantly clear that it doesn't want to be eaten, it finds it does not have the necessary gut flora to digest the leaves. To remedy, th- to remedy this, the young joy begins muzzle- nuzzling the mother's anus until she leaks a little diarrhoea, Actually, fecal pap. Oh, 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 this took a turn. Yeah, yeah. Which then proceeds to slurp on. This partially digested plant matter gives him what he needs to start developing his digestive system. Of course, he may not even need to bother nuzzling his mother. She may have been suffering from incontinence. Why? Because koalas are riddled with chlamydia. In some areas, the infection rate is 80% or higher. This statistic isn't helped by the fact that the one... One of the few other activities koalas will spend their precious energy on is forcing themselves onto other koalas. <laughs> Despite being seasonal breeders, males seem to either not know or care, and will simply overpower a female regardless of whether she is ovulating. If she fights back, he may drag both of them out of the tree, which brings us full circle back to the brain. Koalas have a higher than average quantity of cerebral spinal fluid in their brains. This is to protect their own brains from injury should they fall from a tree. <laughs> An animal so thick it has its own built-in helmet. <laughs> so, so far, okay, let's summarise. Okay, so... So... <laughs> pros? <laughs> pros? <laughs> Let's let's like let's have like a, a little balanced discussion okay. here, yeah. like right? The so pros pros built in helmet, yeah. So that for is when they stupidly when fall, they fall out, out of the of tree, tree. <laughs> from assaulting another koala. <laughs> from what you've just told me, 
that kind of seems like the only pro. Yeah. That like you would take some um some kind of like benefit from it, like, oh, a koala's got like extra fluid in its no, brain. Do you remember that to stop di- it from Do you remember that dinosaur <laughs> that had the big dome shape when you were a kid and it ran into the other ones? Yeah. Yeah, it like I don't know if it's just in Jurassic Park, so it's probably not real. But you're like, alright, okay. Thick skull, makes sense, runs into stuff. Yeah, this one developed because it was like It kept falling out of a tree. Yeah. Whilst trying to assault, assault another, another koala. koala. Yeah. Like, that was that was an evolutionary pressure. <laughs> that they went the ones with the thickest skulls survived. <laughs> Cause they kept like it's a not it's a not uncommon occurrence <laughs> that they just fall out, of, out a of a tree. tree. They you know, <laughs> they oh that was another thing. They're uh, when they're, when they're like territory, so they have a couple of trees, right? When they fall out of, when they fall, or when the when those trees are completely stripped bare, what do they do? Die. They right. just die. So, so they, they, they eat everything and they just go in search for more food. Oh, I suppose that's it. Then. <laughs> that's time to go. That's been a good run. <laughs> Good, good luck, everyone. Like you can't. Like, the fact that you can't hand them, you can't ha- like their, their do- own food. Yeah, like a dog will eat anything. Like you have to stop them eating. Yeah. To be fair, we did breed that into them. Yeah, you know, eat whatever comes off the plate. But they'll eat anything, and that's how they survive. Because they'll just like, yep, no, I'll take whatever you're not having. Not a bother. Mm. Doesn't bother. It doesn't worry me. Koalas. Like it, well, there was one study that I think if they move, if you move a koala from like a certain from a tree in a certain soil type to another eucalyptus tree in another certain soil type, you won't eat that eucalyptus because <laughs> it's not it's quite not quite nice enough. Which... Yeah, to be fair to them, at least they like they they stick to the guns. Like I want this particular type of eucalyptus plant. Yeah. <laughs> and if it's not about I'm just going to die <laughs> I love this so much if I don't get it I'll die, die. alright you teenage boy sticking to the guns can't argue with that koalas and emos have a lot in problem in, in common even in problem as well I would yeah. guess how dare you? As a former emo, or probably want to be emo because like I didn't want to, like a slightly didn't curly hair. Didn't quite commit enough. No, yeah. didn't quite commit as hard as the koalas do to the eucalyptus. Yeah, yeah, I did. You have to say as well, though, on the subject of koalas, mm-hmm. you could argue that a pro of them would be because they only eat eucalyptus leaves. That leaves plenty of food for other animals, other more intelligent animals. And so that is generally, subjectively, it might seem like a con, (laughs) but it's actually a pro because these more evolved, smarter animals will eat the more nutritious, generally balanced food. Okay. Okay, I'll give you that. I'll give you that. The only, my my real issue with koalas at the moment, and I don't know, I'm going to apologise to koalas, they don't really have any predators because, because they eat only eucalyptus. Yeah, it like seeps into like all like the you know, into the into the muscle fibers and the skin. Yeah, so nothing wants to eat them right. because they taste horrible. <laughs> well, there's another pro, as in like defense mechanism. Like you can't 
you can't get mad at that. Like they, <laughs> I think you'll they find taste like shit. So no one else wants to eat them. I but think you'll find I'll try. <laughs> you would think that an animal that that kind of it that's probably a defense mechanism by accident, really. Oh, everything <laughs> by accident. Do you think any like a koala? No koala has ever had a good idea. <laughs> you, you, How do they know? <laughs> so stupid. <laughs> Yeah, like, but the, the the bottom of their spine, like their pelvis and ours, essentially is like a, sort of like a I don't know how to, how to put it, but there's a essentially like it's like a nearly like a a spun a hard sponge where they can just wedge their arse into spaces so they won't fall out of trees. <laughs> That's like the extent that and the helmet is like the extent of the evolutionary adaptation. Everything else, they just went nah, nah, we're just noping out of this. But I just like you know. I would just like to say the University of Sydney backs me on this, mm. and they probably wouldn't appreciate saying backs them backs me. <laughs> yeah. But they're not gonna listen. Well, no, you don't know. It depends what we mention in the title of the podcast. <laughs> we call them out. Hashtag Australia. Yeah. 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 Hey, yeah. hey, the University of Melbourne, stand behind you, shit. Yeah. yeah. Oh my, come on, back me up. Yeah. Follow me on Twitter. <laughs> but yeah, that's really well. Yeah, there's a long form argument also because I don't want you know the mics to go you know to, to start popping and breaking. Mm. Usually, there's a lot more shouting involved. <laughs> so who's it started me on Monday? Uh, yeah. I like I had to walk away from it. <laughs> yeah. It's like no, I can't. I can't. I've just got to get out of here. But another interesting animal news, because I'm getting better at my segues. Hmm. You see, yeah, yeah, you see that? Really that was day, way yeah. that was better. Really good. This one is a little bit of an older story. But uh, this was from BBC News from a few years ago. Finland, reflective reindeer antlers aim to stop accidents. <laughs> High class is that? Somebody spray painted, or the, the, not somebody, the Finnish government uh spray painted the antlers to try and get the uh, you know to try and reduce the accident numbers that's actually a pretty good idea what yeah. you think about it, if it doesn't hurt the hurt the uh, animal because then... i was going this was my going through just animal facts <laughs> yeah. because once again i've got time apparently i've way more time than i'll head on yeah no really busy really busy <laughs> and I was going through and uh, you know because there's thousands of these animals get hit by trucks and stuff every year not ideal because they're herd animals look after each other mm. all around pretty sound sound fellas don't have smooth brains yeah oh. don't, don't fall out of trees but they've also thinkers. got thick skulls as well yeah but they're thinkers they're thinkers they oh there's 4,000 of them die a year in traffic accidents obviously Get used as a one car collision. They're not driving the other way. Yeah, you fell asleep at the wheel. <laughs> Once again, like as it's much like a, two reindeers what? crashing into each other. <laughs> they, they, they would have to be convertibles because you're not getting the antlers in there. Yeah. Uh, you're talking an automatic because you're not gripping. You're not. You're, you're definitely not gripping the steering wheel. And uh, you know, with the hoot with the cloven, is it cloven hooves or just hooves? Cl- cloven hoof? You know, the one with the, the bit in the middle. All right, yeah. I know that, yeah, I think it is, yeah. Yeah. With the... Oh, maybe then you could... I don't know. I think I, maybe they could, because 
You can go like that. See, this is what uh, research needs to be done. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I can't, can't come in here with a half-baked story. <laughs> At least with the koala one, to I was fair, there. Yeah, you were well armed for that one. Yeah, yeah. You, I went to be fair. I did go in a little hard on him, like <laughs> like a little animal. I was like, God forgive me, but during those uh, was it the Australian bushfires? People were going, "Oh, the koalas yeah. and all the wildlife." <laughs> I like wildlife. I like biodiversity. But there was one on the side of the road and you were feeding it water. And all I could think was, good. <laughs> Which is just, you know, completely unnecessary. So if anybody's in Finland and they see uh, a reflective deer, drive into it. <laughs> just to let them know their system's not working. Uh, yeah, yeah. Imagine the government meeting. They all sat around a big, long desk. <laughs> We have had enough. We have. How do we fix? We fought back the Russians in the Winter War. We, we, fought, we fought back this army so many times our size on our home turf. But no, seriously, though, what about these reindeer? This is, a, like, this is a real issue. The spray paint isn't working. Yeah, but that's got to be a cushy government job. Yeah. Rock out. Uh, yeah. What do you do? Yeah, paint reindeer antlers. Spray paint reindeer. Yeah, in that picture though, he does look. That looks cool. He's pretty fly. Yeah, I think that's like podcast cover art. If I'm being honest, of it like stomping on a koala. (laughs) If I was any good at art, that would be the time. (laughs) But you, uh, you saw the uh, the temporary. The temporary logo I made for I the podcast. I thought you did a good job with that. Yeah. yeah. Well, Byro in three minutes. <laughs> yeah. I originally did it without the colouring and took a photo and went, oh, you can't see that. <laughs> Gonna have to do it. Like, <laughs> have like the Metallica-esque M, but done nowhere near as well. Because <laughs> yeah. again, that is back from the, uh, the emo days. Mm. I would have gone full goth, but like, that's a commitment to a look. Yeah. That is a full commitment you have to a look. To, like, you have to keep that up. Like You've, the serious commitment to like not washing and well, I think hair the, growth. The main issue was the weather today was it about like twenty two, twenty three degrees? Mm. How are you wearing a leather jacket Jeans. The day, like the day? Yeah. You know, big leather boots on mm. you too. Mm. It would be nice to be, you know the ones with a massive sole would be <laughs> great if it could have actually been six foot as opposed to this poxy five foot eleven. <laughs> You're going, are you six foot? And you have to go, no. Because no. if you say you're six foot... No one, people... no one's ever asked me that, so that might make you feel a bit better. Uh, no, no, it's kind of annoying, because like one time I said it, and somebody, somebody's like, my friend's six foot, do you want to stand back to back? No, I don't. Uh, I'm 5'11 and a bit, but that sounds worse. Because then it's like trying to call it... I, it's just a height. I should have eaten more as a kid. Or I should buy thicker shoes. Thick shoes is a good shout. Yeah, yeah. That's what the reindeers would do. The koalas probably wouldn't even consider shoes. No. But they do have two sort of weird thumbs, which I didn't want to get into because I didn't mm. want to give them any credit. <laughs> no, yeah. Definitely no pros. Yeah, to be fair, like the weird thumb things would be a pro. Yeah, it's good mm. for gripping. Yeah. Like that. <laughs> like how much... Yeah. No, I'm just trying to think... <laughs> How much could a koala deadlift? Which is just objectively ridiculous because if you put a barbell in front of him, he's not in a month of Sundays. He's not gonna. He's never accidentally lifting that. A kangaroo. You put a kangaroo in front of like a, you know, any sort of boxing equipment. He's having he's a go at it. Yeah. Oh, he's having a go. Yeah. You know, because them boys is, you know, 
they're going. Like if they, you know, they don't want to go out. Koala's not doing that on a month of Sundays. You can leave a barbell. I wouldn't even try. Useless. Useless. <laughs> I'm glad. I'm really glad we got to the bottom of that, and it's now on file. <laughs> because <laughs> well there goes any chance I ever had at any job in conservation <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> unless it's for reindeers or kangaroos well, you gotta make a kangaroo gym <laughs> we'll give, make a call why do you want to come and work at Chester Zoo um, I just really love koalas and I just want to hang out with them <laughs> make sure they don't have any unfortunate accidents <laughs> what, what, was the other th- what was the thing that actually kicked that conversation off it was it was something to do with sloths. Oh yeah, sloths could deadlift. Right, yeah, because aren't they like like stupid strong? I think they're quite strong and realistically really long arms. Mm, so it would be like a, it wouldn't be a massive range of motion. Yeah, yeah. but the only thing is, it would take it takes, an hour and a half. Yeah. Has he locked out yet? Nah, that's another five to seven minutes away. Just, you know, that lazy to climb down out of a tree once a week to go go to the toilet, and that that lazy they have was is it? I think it's moss growing there. It grows in their fur because they just don't even clean. But also on the flip side, living a dream. Yeah, sense. What do you do all day? Hang on a tree and do what? None. Nothing else. And it was everything I dreamed it would be and more. <laughs> the absolute dream. Should we jump into the history section of this podcast? I think now's as good a time as any because we <laughs> the, could you could probably keep going with the animals and we would literally be here all fucking night. Yeah. As long as we don't get started on uh the, the was it was the geese, wasn't it? And the Oh yeah. Oh, that got me in a bit yeah. of trouble. Um <laughs> that's a story for another day. But the you know, now to our next segment, which is our uh, inexplicable use of history in this podcast, because mm. I wanna, <laughs> which is as good. What are you gonna do? Stop me. Uh, so I've titled this Jason and not so much the Argonauts and how not to do succession again, because if there's anything that we've taken from like last week's was. Having people randomly show up or leaving your stuff under a stone for a guy to find mm. and then to turn up and be your heir. Not off. necessarily the best way to run, I don't know, a system of government. <laughs> and I know I sound like the two guys out of uh, Monty Python. <laughs> <laughs> How do you know he's royalty? Because he's not covered in muck. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I know I sound like them. But I think that's where I take a lot of my political leanings <laughs> from. Was watch that at like eight and was like, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, no, I I'm on them. Woo! <laughs> but, uh, so do you know anything about Jason and or, well, like, less about the Argonauts, but I'm talking about Jason. Um, only from the uh, old school film. Wasn't there a new one as well, though? I don't know. Was that not Clash of the Titans? That Clash of the Titans, that was it. And I can't remember, like, what the story behind that was. Like The Titans. Clash. Clashing. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I don't know. It was, it, that one wasn't really good. <laughs> With a reindeer. Yeah. A reindeer, a koala. <laughs> I would watch that, actually, to be fair. <laughs> Hold on, we'll have to pause this and write a script. But I, uh, yeah, I, so I was thinking about, like, oh, should I get you to watch Jason and the Argonauts, the 1963 film, to start off with? Classic. But then apparently there was a version, Hercules and the Argonauts, in the 60s. Right. I think it might have been a cartoon. 
because Jason was apparently voiced by William Shatner. <laughs> and through a bit of, only a bit of cursory Googling, I couldn't find it. <laughs> but I just want to see. That's a shame. Yeah. Uh. You know, old Billy Shatz. <laughs> yeah. Trying to be a Greek hero. So we'll, uh, we'll jump in, right? Jason, the Argonauts. So you have a bit of a rough understanding. So Jason's uncle overthrew his father and his mother snuck him away as a baby to be reared, reared by the uh, centaur Chiron, right? So he's bought, his, uh, his uncle overthrows his dad. Mm. His mother gives birth. He do, The uncle doesn't want the heir anywhere there. Yeah. So she sends him away to yeah. this, uh, this centaur. But then, so that got me down the rabbit hole of Chiron because I'm you know, doing a bit of reading around Greek history. This centaur turns up in a lot of places, right? So... To quote, centaurs were notorious for being wild, lusty, overly indulgent drinkers and carousers, violent when intoxicated and generally uncultured delinquents. Chiron, by contrast, was intelligent, civilised and kind because he was not related directly to other centaurs. Right? So he's a centaur, but he's not not really a centaur. Yeah, it's like a dog that's not a dog, but (laughs) kind of looks like a dog. You can start going down the rabbit hole that. Uh... In traditional Greek representations of Chiron, his front legs are human rather than equine, which is the most useless <laughs> centaur you could possibly be. Fully human at the front, with just like so you can't run fast, like you can't sit down properly anywhere. You'd be really good at stopping. Yeah, but like if you imagine if you were running and there was a. Centaur behind the centaur legs behind you, or the, the horse legs behind you, you're just going to rear up, and whenever you come back down from any depth, you're just going to not have any knees left after that. So, but you can look at if anybody wants to, you can look into Chiron's history or his familial history because in Greek history, everybody begets everybody who begots this one. Who you know, it's there's a lot of names. Um, but he, uh, so I was looking through it, because he turns up, this guy Chiron, turns up everywhere in Greek history. And by my count, he raised at least 28 notable legendary Greeks. But like, people just kept going into the woods, finding this centaur, and going, we're going to leave this kid with you. And it was apparently fine. Fine. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> this weird... Not even a proper centaur. Just a guy. Like, you imagine standing behind a tree like, oh, hi. hi. Stepping out with, like, I imagine a larger back half that slopes down. He can't run pretty fast. He can't find trousers that fits. You know, we're, you know, we're, we're in that scenario. Are the genitals? Yeah. Because if the front half is all human and the horse half starts at the back, you know, from the arse back, Where's that happening? Pee out the front, poop out the back. <laughs> if anybody wants to make a t-shirt with that on, I am so <laughs> We could sell it to biology yeah. students. <laughs> Remember, kids, pee out the front, poop out the back. I think we need to rename the podcast. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Welcome to the pee out the front, poop out the back podcast. And if it ever has gone the, the other way around, something has gone terribly wrong with your intestines. So, uh, Jason's uncle, uh, once again, goes to an oracle uh, because he's worried about who's going to take over after him. And once again, 
uh, an oracle go uh, says, uh, "Beware the man wearing only one sandal," because apparently, from what we've learned, everything in Greek history is about sandals. sandals. There's always sandals involved. <laughs> Footwear, massive, massive in Greek uh, history. Uh, Many years later, his uncle was holding games in honour of Poseidon when a grown Jason arrived, having lost one of his sandals in a river. <coughs> right. That's just how that goes, apparently. Uh, apparently, he was helping uh, the goddess Hera in disguise to cross. She blessed him when she knew what his uncle had planned. When Jason entered the city, he was announced as a man wearing only one sandal. Jason, aware that he was the rightful king, so informed his uncle Peleus. He replied, To take my throne, which you shall, you must go on a quest to find the golden fleece. Jason readily accepted this condition. Now, this is not a good system for any sort of <laughs> government. Who are you going? Oh, no, yeah, you should be king. But, um, yeah, you're going to have to go get a fleece. <laughs> to which he just goes, Okay. Yeah, sign in. Back in a bit, bye. My issue with this straight away mm. is, right... They make a big song and dance out of him only having one sandal. Yeah. Right. And then just go, oh, yeah, he lost it in a river. Nah, that's it. Yeah. Lost it in a river. Like, that's it. Make a bigger fucking deal of it. Like, yeah, make a song and dance. Uh, he was fighting a thing. Yeah. No, he was helping the goddess Hera cross the river. Cross a river. She transformed How into. How can a goddess not cross a fucking river? Because she transfer, transformed into an old woman because I'm going to say. Bored? <laughs> You're an immortal on Mount Olympus. What are you gonna do? Going, you know I'm gonna do. I'm gonna go down and see who helps me cross this river. Shouts to Jason there though. Like, yeah, yeah. Helping yeah. an old woman. Yeah, but then the uncle just says, "Hey, you can have the throne." But go get me this fleece. Go get a fleece. <laughs> oh, oh, all right. Dead on. <laughs> I remember this now. Right. I, like yeah. gen- the story's like probably coming back to me from like the uh, obviously the original film, obviously not the original film, the original <laughs> story. Because <laughs> I always remembered thinking like, why would anyone want to like go and get a fleece? Like yeah, I was like, I'd be like, I've got one in my room. Yeah, Do you know what I mean? Like <laughs> yeah, and like a golden fleece. <laughs> yeah. How comfortable would that be? Yeah. What was his uh, uncle's plan to retire? <laughs> yeah. So I know. Like, how so, does the gold work in a fleece? I don't. You've. Just, I think that's just boiled down to to legend. Mm. And yeah, it, again, it's another one of those <laughs> guys. Guys, this is no way to treat people, <laughs> to run a country, to run a system. That let you. Know, let's not. Uh, so, Jason sets out on uh, the ship of the Argonauts called the Argo. Uh, they get to Colchis, which is in the eastern part of the Black Sea, south of the Caucasus, is in the western part of modern Georgia, the state, not in the States. Mm. Um, oh, sorry, that's what they've got to get to. Uh, they stop, first of all, on the Isle of uh, Lemnos, which is uh, situated on the western coast of Asia Minor, apparently. Um, and this is just absolutely fantastic. The island was inhabited by a race of women who had killed their husbands. The woman had neglected their worship of Aphrodite, and as a punishment, the goddess made the woman so foul and stench that their husbands could not bear them. The men then took concubines from the from the Thracian mainland opposite, and, spur, and the spurned women, angry at Aphrodite, killed all the male inhabitants while they slept. What? <laughs> they didn't worship. They didn't worship the god Aphrodite, the goddess Aphrodite. 
so she made them all stinky. The husbands then went... You stink. Yeah, we're going on a boat, (laughs) and we're going to get a load of women, and we're going to bring them back. Lads, lads, lads. Yeah. (laughs) Lads, lads, lads. You would think, though, if, like, they were some smart men, I don't know, like, you can obviously uh, put it about, like, that's very objective Mm. (laughs) about men being smart, all that kind of stuff, smash the patriarchy, all that kind of shit. I'm with you. You would think that the blokes, if the birds stunk that much, that they would just go and just not come back. Yeah, or because, (laughs) as you can imagine, it's... Probably a very patriarchal society. There mm. would have probably been, uh, like, at least a hint of, hey, hey, you get in a bath. <laughs> yeah. it, you know, the Greeks didn't have showers, so it's not as easy, but you just would have gone, hey, here, get in that river. It's an island. You're literally surrounded by water. Go and have a wash. Yeah. Or they just stank <laughs> that bad. It was all the time. <laughs> yeah. Or maybe, like, you know, how bad was it? Uh, you know, a little bit of pong, or was it a bit of, like, a proper... <laughs> She's woofed it. Um, they uh, yeah. So these women lived for a while without uh, a queen. All I can find is then that the Argonauts turned up. Uh, they mingled with the women and called the uh, created a new uh, new race called the Manet. Jason fathered twins with this new the new queen of this place. There's no that mention. Stunk. There's no mention of the the, right. the stink being Smell. taken away. Yeah. So Jason's just on this boat, gets off and goes, that'll be right. I'm, I'm well into that. Yeah, has twins. <laughs> so stays about for a bit, like mm. doesn't bounce off. Has twins, then bounces off. <laughs> just goes, yeah. The only thing I can't find is uh, Hercules, who was apparently on this journey. Um, he didn't take part in any of this. He was in bad form with everyone, which is unusual because... All Hercules does is mm. sleep with different women. Yeah. But apparently that that's the line <laughs> for Hercules is he just goes, nah, nah, these women stinking. Um there was another bit and it kind of gets a little bit convoluted, so I've just sim- simplified it down. And it, it does it I'll I'll go slowly on it because it's stupid. Uh they stop off with a king who forgets to warn them about an upcoming danger. Right? They go off, they sail off. They take care of that danger. They kill a load of these, uh, I think it's six-armed fellas, mm. right? They leave the sec- that second island, get lost, turn up back to that first king and accidentally kill him, hold a funeral and leave. <laughs> like so far on this journey, this guy has lost his shoe, been told he can be king if he finds a jacket, <laughs> He goes and meets up with some murderous women who stank absolutely hyphen. <laughs> goes off, gets bad directions from a fella, kills some people, gets lost, kills the original fella who gave him those directions. And then, yeah, I'm, like, I'm, cu- I'm going to cut has a, a lot. Has a funeral on. for him. Has a funeral and goes, oh, yeah. sorry, sorry. <laughs> oh, that is my bad. That one's on me. Really apologize. Um, I'll cut a load of stuff out because it goes like it goes on. It's like the, you, all of the stuff just goes on and on. So once the Argo and its crew reach uh, Col- Col- uh, Colchis, <laughs> uh, they have to get the the golden fleece from the king. Uh, the king didn't want to give up his fleece because it's his fleece. It was a gift to him. Uh, 
he did agree to hand it over if Jason uh, completed three tasks. <clears throat> which is just, again, just say no. You yeah. want to give up a thing, you don't have to do it. Yeah. Um, Jason uh, has to, the three tasks. He has to uh, plow a field yeah, using fire-breathing bronze-hooved bulls. Uh, he has to plant dragon's teeth. And, uh, oh yeah, so the first task, he gets the king's daughter. Uh, Hera gets the king. Hera? Oh, it gets complicated. <laughs> Hera gets the king's daughter to help him out. And uh, uh, Medea, she's a, like a witch and she gives him some sort of magical sort of potion that he puts over himself. Doesn't get burnt, right? Mm. So he plows the field. Then he has to sow the field with dragon's teeth. Which creates stone warriors, which he has to defeat. How does he defeat them? Just bucks a rock in the middle, and they all fight each other and die. What a hero! <laughs> if that, if those are the three things that. Oh, there's there there is one more. One more. Uh, each other trying to. Uh, was that it? Oh, uh, okay then. Oh. I've not written the third one down because I got so wrapped up in the uh, in the uh, trying to simplify the killing and the king and the who right, the back yeah. and forth. But essentially, yeah, he bounces, uh, goes up. This uh, fleece is hanging in an oak tree. Not anywhere nice. Not in a cupboard. Just on an oak tree. Nabs that. Bounces with the king's daughter. Uh, where was it? Uh, they see, he sealed away with Medea. Medea distracted their father, who chased them as they fled, by killing her brother and throwing pieces of his body into the sea. The father stopped to gather them. That's how they got away, was they cut a dude up and threw bits in, and the dad had to stop and go, oh no, that's just... Turned that's him just into turn. chum. Yeah, just turned yeah. him into chum. Jason returns home after that, uh, after just committing a bit of murder on the way back after getting which is a bit much for getting a fleece mm. and uh, so goes back the uncle's there uh, Medea is sort of uh, the, uh, the the daughter of the of the king uh, using her sorcery claimed uh, to Jason's uncle uh, that she could make him uh, smooth and vigorous as a child by chopping him up into pieces and boiling the pieces in a cauldron of water and magical herbs. Smooth and vigorous like a koala. <laughs> a koala's brain. How dare you, sir? <laughs> Bring them into this once again. They were at the start of the episode. They weren't meant to rear their stupid <laughs> heads at the end. Uh, she demonstrated this remarkable feat with the oldest ram in the flock, which leapt out of the cauldron as a lamb. Right? So it sort of works. The girls, rather naively, sliced and diced their father and put him in the cauldron. Medea did not add the magical herbs and Peleus was dead. Peleus' son, Acastus, drove Jason and Medea into exile for the murder and the couple settled in Corinth. So, he went, got the magical fleece, got the, got the golden fleece, came home. The wife, his wife kills his uncle and he gets run out of town anyway. Mm. So he didn't even... Yeah, they didn't even uh, didn't didn't even become the king. Like they didn't say that that was a like a, like a limitation. You're not allowed to kill anyone, or your birds aren't allowed to kill anyone. Yeah, but although like it probably like that is kind of like, fair, really. It is though. a bit of a dick move yeah. of like <laughs> yeah. I can bring you back as a young man, and then but how? But surely if they still had the pieces, they could have just. 
put the herbs in, re-boil it. Yeah. You can only boil it. Hey, is anybody out there knows if you can boil a corpse more than once? <laughs> I don't, I don't, yeah, probably not. So they get they get bounced out of town. They end up in a place called Corinth. Uh, Jason becomes engaged to marry uh, the do- the daughter of the king of Corinth to strengthen his political ties. Um, obviously, Medea, this woman who killed her brother, killed his uncle for him, and you know helped him win the fleece. Uh, not buzzing. About this move, uh, you know, he, she gets a bit angry, as you can imagine. Uh, she took her revenge by presenting uh, to his new wife a cursed dress as a wedding gift that stuck to her body and burned her to death as soon as she put it on. The uh, the father burned as well uh, with his daughter as he tried to save her. Then Medea killed the two boys that she bore to Jason, fearing that they would be murdered or enslaved as a result of their mother's actions. Wow. It's like, you know, like that's a heavy wedding day. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. First of all, he's marrying somebody else while his missus is still there. <laughs> like, she was close enough to go like, hey, you're marrying my husband. <laughs> Here's a dress. <laughs> like, that's never going to end well, mm. particularly. Uh, killing the kids, like, still like that's a, in most cultures, is a dick move. Bit, but, of, a, bit of a no-no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, yeah that, that, that's a... Uh, that, yeah, that, that's a little slightly harsh. Um, as a result of breaking his vow to love Medea forever, Jason lost favour with Hera and died lonely and unhappy. He was asleep under the stern of the rotting Argo when it fell on him, killing him instantly. <laughs> and if you remember back to episode one, stupid deaths is the way that most of these people go out. It's just, once again, hey, I can split this tree. Oh, no. Oh, hi, doggy. Yeah. Oh, hello, doggy. Oh, no. <laughs> and this one, just an old guy sitting under a boat going, yeah, probably. My time it. has come. <laughs> uh, but I've still got my lovely old boat. <laughs> yeah. Just thinking of the, you know, the mighty bush and it goes, the wind, yeah. my only friend. <laughs> but that is, that's Jason and... Uh, and the not how to do succession mm. in that so like I don't remember the film being that convoluted no and like I cut an awful uh, lot out of that yeah. plus in the film I don't think he gets home and goes hello evil uncle we're yeah. gonna cut you up and but it's not even him that cuts cuts him up it's not even the, the wife that cuts him up it's the guy's daughters that go oh no dad we'll get you young <laughs> just sitting there going I don't know how I feel about this <laughs> <laughs> We're just going to put you in this pot. I don't know. And then, yeah. But that I think the only person that actually comes well out of the story. The lamb. Mm. The old ram that gets put in comes out as a lamb. He's loving it. Yeah, he gets to, you know, gets to be young again. That's it. Yeah. And he's a sheep. Nothing to worry about. Yeah, yeah it's a cloud with legs. <laughs> Nothing to worry about. But uh, I think... How are we going to relate any of that to train? Because that was the initial idea that I had for most of the stuff on this podcast was don't kill your kids. Mm. Don't do that when you're training. Um, if you have an o- you boat maintenance key, because it will kill you if you decide uh, to lie under it. Under it, yeah. If that's your thing. <laughs> Apparently, old guys <laughs> just lie under boats. And... Um, don't marry crazy witches. 
Mm. Or at least like keep them at arm's length. Yeah. If somebody is willing to kill their brother and cut him up into pieces to help you get away, you know, I'm throw like, it at his dad. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, I'm like, hey, it's your life. Do what you want. But if a woman is is is, is genuinely willing to kill family members for you, she's seen some crazy. Yeah. Also, how much is that fleece really worth to you? <laughs> yeah. Like, could be a bit garish. If a guy is just holding it on an oak tree. <laughs> Leave it out. <laughs> uh, and, uh, yeah, stop leaving kids with weird sort of centaurs that aren't centaurs, that are too cool to hang out with the other centaurs. The thing with the with the centaur is, like, so... <laughs> he's not really a centaur, so yeah. shouldn't he be called something else? Yeah, he's just a dude with an arse of a horse. Yeah. Yeah. Hi. <laughs> well, to be fair, well, like, what are you going to rock around and go, Hi, I'm Chiron. Yeah. I'm horse arse. Yeah. <laughs> Every other centaur rocking around with a whole bottom half of a horse, you know, especially like the bit of the bottom half of the horse that you. He's essentially a person with a horse at the back. Yeah, with a horse at the back. Human out front, horse out back. So anybody goes, oh, can you run really fast? Oh, not really, because I would trip. (laughs) (laughs) I suppose that we could relate that to training in that he would probably have, he would probably do well out of. Doing some uh, some general power work on his f- human legs, his yeah. human front legs, in order to uh, be able to keep up with the horse legs. Yeah, but like <laughs> with with anything else, but like that's a stretch. That is a stretch. <laughs> yeah. All I could think was like, oh my god, how's he got a bench? <laughs> yeah. That's a specialist yeah. bench. Got to dig a pit. There's got to be out of here so we can get back. Although, how much flex has he got in the spine? If you think of it, if if his ass has to be on the bench, if he enters a powerlifting competition and his ass has to be on the bench, he could have some fucking crazy arch where it would literally just be like a centimeter. Oh yeah, it's just like, yeah. But like, how much flexion is he getting into that that ho- that horse spine? Once you know. Mm. I don't know, like maybe the horse part could do with doing some mobility work. Oh, yeah. How do you, do like you a do... ROMWOD or something like that. You know when you did any of your training, did anybody ever go to you and go, <laughs> you know, here's how you get a horse... Horse yoga. <laughs> yeah. Horse yoga. Like that's, uh, here, it's I, the... I guarantee you <laughs> yeah, there is someone yeah, down south <laughs> somewhere is doing horse yoga. Yeah. They were ex- they exclusively were relays. <laughs> yeah. Exclusively, <laughs> and it probably costs eighty quid an hour. Mm. No, I need to be alone with the horse. They sit down and they read their phone. Come back and I go. The horse is really chill. Like, like, <laughs> yeah. yeah, did a did a really good horse pose. Which he's just like rename all the poses like downward dog. It's like yeah. downward horse. Yeah, yeah. You know, tree that, pose yeah. is called horse pose. Yeah, child's pose is horse pose. Horse pose. <laughs> I have really run out of yoga poses. Yeah. Yeah. Those are the only three that I knew. Yeah. <laughs> warrior, warrior pose is just called horse. Just horse. Yeah, just because they were, they, they've been, horses, horses been, are fucking quality. I, I bloody love horses, me. Like, scary bastards though. Oh like, yeah. You take the fingers, are you handy enough? Yeah. Take the fingers, are you? I mean, they're just, we're back, yeah. Hold on, is this the second week in, the, in a row we're back on horses? And you know what? We're going to stick with them. We're going <laughs> to yeah. stick with them. Yeah. But they're, uh, yeah, hold on. First, the only thing is, they are expensive for a thing that you've got. 
I knew a guy owned a horse and uh, he was going, oh, big weekend this weekend. Oh, why? He goes, oh, it's October. You know, the days are getting a bit cooler. Oh, right, okay, well, what do you need to do? Uh, I've got to go this weekend and shave the horse. Right. R- which was one of those one of those moments of, oh, is that like a thing you have to do or a thing you want to do? <laughs> Choosing to do. Yeah. It, I find that surprising that you choose to shave the horse as the weather's getting colder. Apparently it's, it's stopped from like, a, if they sweat, the, the perspiration from oh, clinging okay. so that they get less, co- something. but then they put jackets on them and stuff. Yeah. But uh, all my <laughs> thought was like, for, like, we're friends with people and you're obviously engaged to marry someone who's, you how to put it, extremely into yoga yeah. and we know like three poses yeah. between us i knew four. Oh, you knew four yeah. you knew four there's actually one that's also called warrior two. Oh, there's two warriors yeah two warriors well actually well, well hold on we we edit this better right yeah. or we speak to jane first uh, and right? then and if she yeah. wants the horse pose then we'll edit this out yeah. we've got to patent the, it first if if we, if this is still in and you can hear this she didn't want it, and we really don't want to talk about it. <laughs> yeah, these ho- I don't. I, I don't think we're the men that revolutionised yoga. No, but although I, th- I do think that <laughs> revolutions come from ideas, <laughs> horse yoga is definitely an idea. That isn't me saying that it's a good one. It's an idea. It is an idea. It was like that idea we had to give uh, Bolsonaro those hiccups for 10 days. Yeah. Whoops. <laughs> That's the cat out of the bag. Oh, God love him. Like, you know, nobody likes a you new... Know, well, no, people do like far-right uh, populists. That's why they get into power. Yeah. But it would be, you know, would be the funniest way to go. Like, for somebody like where you were going, you don't want anybody to die, but... Oh, that guy... <laughs> what a way to go but I think that's a pretty good way to bookend this whole operation I I, I wholeheartedly agree yeah Uh, um... hopefully after we've um, by the time we no hold on what are we going to do we're going to release the first episode after we record this episode yeah so if anybody has any uh, hints tips suggestions for anything let us know if you have any uh, sp- anybody wants to sponsor this podcast we're very much up for that again we did have a very good conversation about uh, my protein clear way before this episode started because oh, yeah. I was t- telling Mick about how uh, I was actually drinking uh, the vegan apple and elderflower flavour literally just tastes like juice mm. like 10 grams of protein because you were um, saying you did want to go vegan well, I think you might have misheard me there. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Let's not fall through that trapdoor. Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> um, the normal, uh, I think, it, I think it's a way. I think it's a way isolate protein yeah. is the like the 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 normal one in inverted commas, and there's the vegan one. Yeah. The vegan one is very very tasty. Has ten grams of protein and like half the calories. And the normal one has got like 20 grams of protein and is like double the calories. Calories on the normal one is like 100. Calories on the vegan one is like 50. So you can't really go wrong with that. So yeah. my <laughs> long story short, my protein, if anyone from my protein is listening, uh, Hi. give us a sponsorship. To we you. do like your stuff. I like yeah. the, uh, what was the one you recommended to me? It was the mango and the 
No, orange and mango. Orange and mango. Yeah, that's business. And there's the orange flavour by itself is very nice. Yeah. Um, it is an easy way to get the get the protein in at the end mm, of the day. Exactly. But uh yeah. So if anybody has any hints, tips, or suggestions, drop one of us an email or sign it on. You can get in contact. There's, you can get in contact with everybody all, all the way. There'll be plenty of stories on Instagram, plenty of opportunity to uh, to submit suggestions for topics you yeah. would like myself and Mick to go down a rabbit hole or a koala hole. Do koalas have holes? Like, where, not, where do they nest? Not, not enough. <laughs> <laughs> I'm never getting the Australia now. Yeah. <laughs> go, Where do you want to come? It's not to shoot koalas. No, no, no. <laughs> You're like loading the <laughs> loading yeah. so a shotgun. Why, why are you stroking a gun at an airport? Yeah. Koalas. Section this man right now. Yeah. Also, uh, yeah. Follow the misgrooved pod on Instagram. Nice. Set that up. Three episodes in. <laughs> get to the, get to that. Uh, at Liverpool Strength Co. At Liverpool Strength. At Marty underscore Kimbo. And I can't remember what my Instagram handle is because I don't <laughs> use it all that much. So uh, yeah, I think I'm under there is just Mick Casey. So I don't. It's pictures of pints of Guinness mm. and occasionally and some weights. Yeah. yeah. So get involved. So, but uh, until the next time. Bye. Bye.